We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, Frankie G. What's up, Frankie? Bro. Um, what was that? Just just a loss for words. Is, um, we are in, uh, listen, we're in disarray here. We're, we're, we're in disarray. We're, we're disarray. as fluid as the Heat clutch offense. I'm shocked. Um, I'm shocked that they uh, that they blew it on Udonis. Actually, I'm not shocked. I think we should all know that. But welcome to the MHB Post Game Show. I'm Carl Nas. As I said before, I was interrupted by our own intro music that, for some reason, started playing uh, on its own. Frankie G is with me. Udonis Haslam got his jersey retired tonight. The Heat did not get a win. Dejounte Murray, um, you know, I guess in a cosmic sort of way, aced his uh, tryout. So <laughs> shout out to Dejounte. You congratulations, young man. You have the job. Um, don't get fooled. Just don't get fooled. I mean, Frankie, do we? I, I, let's end the night on UD. Let's end the night with happy, because <laughs> in reality, that was a shit show. And really, it it's why they're not any different than they were last regular season, despite the better vibes. The fact that they miss Hawkes this much is insane it's annoying jimmy had like the fakest 25 i've ever seen bam has these he just disappears for swatch of the game they can't get anything going in the half court lowry stinks caleb stinks frankie i don't even know how to i don't even know what's there to be positive about um i i don't either man like i i just you know you mentioned hawkes like yeah they're missing him but they still had 10 guys that a healthy that consistently play and Spo likes and they they sh- they didn't just didn't get the job done tonight. Just had they had more than enough. <laughs> chat says uh Schmeethan in chat says uh G shirt looks like it's made of foreskin. This is a nice this is a nice sweater. What do you mean? 
this is H and M. What's, what, what's going on there? What do you mean by that? Um, um Jimmy was I, I don't know if Jimmy was uh fake twenty five. He was good. He was good most of the night. I, I didn't agree with that uh inbound decision at the end. And I thought he should have gone for the the shot uh for the with, with the lead um the play before that uh Tyler was looking to give him the ball and, and Jimmy was like, No, you do it and and Tyler got a, a tough shot, but I thought Jimmy, I thought I was like Jimmy, get that shit. You you're the one getting the looks. You're the one getting the pressure. Like go go. Red Light District. Brian Goins joins us now, co-founder and producer. Brian, we're all mad. We're all sad. I don't even think we're mad. I just think we're a little despondent. I think we're all a little we're all a little frazzled. I think we all thought we were coming in here expecting to celebrate Udonis, a great fourth quarter, second half rally by Miami. And instead, uh, we're very close to just breaking down Caleb Martin's inbound decisions. Um, yeah. Hot. I, I, so hot. Is it is it too hot? Let me let me turn it's it down. Very, it's very hot. We are we are in full mid season. Do I sound place. like Ethan still? You don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Five on the Floor and our friends at Five Reasons. Oh man. Uh, hopefully I sound better. Okay. Um, yeah, man, this game was uh, a punch in the groin. Honestly, like we, we felt like we had the win. We felt like Tyler's three was the dagger. They really just needed one stop. Jay Rich makes that stupid foul. Was it two or th- was two free throws they gave him or three? Yeah, it was two. It was two. Okay. Yeah. I, I still understand how they got free throws on that, but okay. Um, they were in, the, in the bonus. Oh, but I thought they were in the bonus. I don't know. TV lied to me anyway. Um, yeah, they gave up those two free throws. You know, they cut down to a two-point lead. Obviously, Tyler had a shot um, to, you know, put it up four, um, as you were alluding to Frankie. And I, you know, I kind of did think that probably he should have just passed it back to Jimmy. Uh, he was um, looking for him. I'm not gonna he was. Him. And then yeah. Jimmy was like, basically yeah, turning him down. Whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, DeJounte makes a DeJounte shot, and he's done that to, like, every team in, in his division this year. He's done it twice for Orlando now to us. I feel like he had he had a shot like this last year, no? Literally, he, like, uh, he, he literally did it in Orlando like this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last game. So, yeah, last game. So, so. Uh, I mean, he fans really want Dejounte. That's what he can bring to you. He he makes these really weird cags. That's what I like to call them cags. <laughs> um, and it sucks because it really just takes and sucks the life out of what I thought was a really good heat win. It, it was going to be a good heat win for them, and it just sucks because. You know, there's like one shot that they, they just needed to put them over over the top. They didn't get a chance to really go to free throw line at the end of the game like normally he would to close out the game. And it comes down to a single possession like that. And, you know, you tip your cap because that was a crazy shot that he made. Mm-hmm. Uh, sucks that happened on UD night of all nights. Um, and I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what happens on Sunday if they decide to keep the starting lineup um moving forward I, I saw a report that this might be the only time that Kyle gets benched for some reason uh i don't understand that this is how uh, we win baby well I, I think you saw that that doesn't really make a difference and, and he played really poor today it, it was t- you yeah. know a lot of times you guys say that he just runs around and does nothing i don't think that's usually true i think tonight was like uh i don't really get why he's playing in the fourth quarter kind of kind of night but listen, this felt like a game where they were really missing Jaime. You mean every game that he doesn't play? Cause they, yeah. they look, they look fucking, I mean, his, I, I, I've said this before, his, 
his relief points, you know, in the post are, are like oxygen and, yeah. and they're like, they're like an iron supplement to this anemic fucking offense. Um, listen, we're going to do what every good, uh, sports podcast does. And we're going to break down the last play of the game and complain about things. All right, we're ready. We got Caleb Martin's inbound hits. Jimmy Tyler was wide open. Caleb is late on the shot. Frankie, let's let's break this down. Okay, but we had two seconds on the shot clock. We look, look where Tyler. Look, Tyler has no one between him and the basket. It, it, the Jimmy's there ceiling. It's oh, like the play worked. Spo, timeout, out of timeout. God, you know they have the two screens. You have Duncan and Tyler coming off the Bam screen. You know Bam's going to be able to roll like. It what a great look, and Jimmy was the decoy, right? And yet Caleb Martin, it would appear, didn't get the memo in the timeout huddle. And he panicked. He like panicked. Uh, saw Jimmy open and just threw it, threw it to him. I'm so yeah. Larry probably should have been the one inbounding. I'm so it, glad it, Brian, did I not say in the chat before that play happened? I said yeah, Caleb's a horrible cold. inbounder. I literally said it. I was like, oh, Kevin no. Love would have been better on the yeah. Frankie said pre-show. We were talking about this. Like, you you go for Lowry or Kevin if it because it's a two-second inbound. It's just you're unless you're going right back to the inbounder, you need a good yeah. passer. Well, uh, I think Kevin Love would have been great if the because I thought the play they were gonna run was something similar to what they ran, you know, Milwaukee game five or that Houston game that they they had Jimmy come off that curl and just you know try to catch like a lob towards the basket. I thought that was what they were going to run. With with how tight Capella was on Bam in the beginning, I thought uh, they were going to have an option to curl and, and set a screen for Bam. But may, letting Tyler slip that instead and go to the basket was was a great adjustment. And he was he was the, right there. Kevin has the height, has the touch, has the IQ. He would have seen it, anticipated yeah. the pass. And that I mean, he would have had a wide open a wide open floater to win the game. Wide open. <laughs> Like why the play play won't actually actually probably not because by the time he catches the ball he can lay it in. We might have behind him. We might have that Dejounte time. That's Dejounte, yeah. That would have been behind Tyler. He could have recovered. Yeah, that would have probably been a floater. And you're still like one point four seconds left. I mean, by the time he would caught the ball, yeah. Look where it wouldn't have been a game winner. There would have been time. There would have been time left though for the Hawks to have come back and score again. He gives it like, he like gives it too much air because he's not confident in it. Jimmy has to go get it, and that lets the guy defending the inbound go get it. Jimmy catches the ball, and like they double, and then like if know, he if if Caleb shoots that, that's not a bad look either. No, like, but you don't want you don't want a three and up. You're down one point. You don't want a three. You want a if, shot though. You but if Caleb shot. shoots that, then why is like Kevin? not or lowry not i know that lowry like really struggled shooting the ball today but like so did everybody no no, no we agree it shouldn't have been caleb inbounding but like Caleb's I mean, fucking know duncan if you're gonna do that i mean you there's know what two I mean? seconds like, left you gotta fucking pass it if you make a pass you got time for one more pass and go and and for him to think he has time to dribble it like to take a floater from the it, the, the the two-point line like no yeah who does he think he is Derek white <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Uh, I'm so glad the Celtics lost today. I, I needed something. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave with something. 
I'm gonna leave with something. <laughs> and I left with a Celtics loss and that stupid little fucking home streak. I, I'm so sick of hearing it on that Twitter. was their first home loss of the year. It right? was, and I was yeah. like, yeah, the Celtics are gonna lose at home. Look at us, we're supposed to sell that. Lose at home. Let's go, Joe Mazzola. Portuguese. Who talks like that? All, right, all everybody in Boston. <laughs> Everybody in Boston. Tom Brady, Bill Dad, come home. Chow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say that's Kevin. <laughs> that's such a deep cut. <laughs> that's like the deepest MHB. No one knows who Kevin is. Uh, I know. Shout out to Kevin Wang. Shout out to Bench Bucket. Um, guys, listen. Today, you know, we, we spent 12 minutes on the game. I don't want to talk about them anymore. I hate them. Um, <laughs> sports is over. Udonis Haslam honored today. And. Oh. So we should have opened the show with, to be honest with you, but they they ruined our leaving. Man, I, I'm, you know, the, the the thing that that I'm left with, Frankie, is the Heat just do it better than anybody. They do those moments, those ceremonies, just they just do it different. They they just know how to put that extra five percent to make it special, and. It was everything that I think Udonis and any of us would have wanted. The the little detail of giving him the chairs where his parents sat was just beautiful. Oh, the fact that they the, the the spots in the actual arena, you know, they 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 engraved those chairs as well. Like what everything Riley said, even though he got caught up in the moment and for some reason compared Udonis to MLK, that was the fucking funniest thing i've ever seen in my life he's an old man he gets a pass right but it it was beautiful man it was beautiful the fact that all his teammates were there i don't know why mike miller wasn't there don't they record a podcast together here i don't know yeah i was thinking that too where's chris bosh but we talk about that stuff in a second i just want to talk about like the nice things about it because we'll go frankie then brian because that shit was that was amazing well mike miller i let me let me say mike Mike Miller should have been there because the only reason UD came back was because he saved money for Mike Miller to come back too. That was like part of the deal. Like they, they Mike Miller wasn't coming and UD wasn't coming unless they came to an agreement on a deal and and UD took less money to make that happen. Same Bro, with, you, same with same with uh, Wade as well. Yadonis did thank his wife. Chat saying that UD did. Yeah, thank he did. His wife. No, yeah, he, he did. did. He was like the first person he thanked. Yeah. He thanked her, and he also thanked his kids, too. Ray Allen didn't go in. Ray Allen's the coach at fucking Gulliver, so that, <laughs> that must have ended real bad. No, he's in season. He probably had a game. Yeah, that's true. Can, Isn't uh, Mike Miller coaching? You, you that might be a, why. I think you Mike Miller missed a high coaching. school fucking Gulliver game. Uh, this is this is like right about right before uh, postseason. Or is he an agent? No, Mike Miller's an agent right now. Is Mike Miller an agent? Yeah, he's an NBA agent. I think I think Brian's right. I think he's an agent. Regardless, but anyways, uh, yeah. No, UD UD night uh, special, <laughs> the game moment, uh, but definitely the moments, man. Just like how they they really, you you know how like some companies will bullshit you and say we're like a family. The Heat are a family. You can really feel like the embodiment of everyone who just is, is gonna stay there for 30, 40 years till retirement, especially Pat. Um, <laughs> Pat but, till death, dog. Pat till death, exactly. No, but um, that you know, the, there's some real like um, emotion there. That it's there's no um, cheap shit. There's no like fake shit. Like I, I, the whole my whole timeline was talking about. Man, it's it's gonna be real depressing when it's LeBron's turn because nobody. It's not gonna hit the same. Like this is real. This is emotion. This is family. It's gonna this be is, awkward. 
Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like, yeah, we're doing it for this guy. But for Udonis, it's all real. Uh, it's all love. It, it's it's a different kind. It's um, it's the son. He's the son of Miami. Uh, and and we, we all miss him. Uh, I thought he, it was funny when he sh- uh, shouted out 305. He made everybody throw, throw up the 305 sign. You know, I love you, D. Uh, we talked about him a little bit on, on our podcast on Playoff Foul. Um, just how much he means to all of us and, like, the embodiment of a role player, like just do, like starring in your role, there is no bigger person um, than Udonis. Like always sacrificing for the team. I've never seen a player like him. He's he's the, the one of one. One of one, Brian. I mean, tonight was just tonight was special, man. I mean, Ud is what what a one of the best orators I think I've seen a, from an athlete. I mean, just the way that he commands a speech in a room, yeah. Straight up, like that guy, he's man, he's just I I have no words as a, as a kid from Miami seeing, you know, when, when one of us succeeds, you know, we all do. And to come from where he did from this city to play for this organization, to honor a University of Miami player and a Miami guy in the process to do all of that and to go up there to see his jersey go up right next to Dwayne Wade, which is the perfect place for it to go where, where they should be forever. And it's like Riley said, it's like, we want to be remembered and we want to leave our, our mark. And yeah, a guy who shouldn't, who against all odds left his mark. No, I think that's really well said. Um, it's funny because the first heat team I ever fell or first started watching um, was the 2003 team. That was when I first started getting into both the Marlins and the heat at the same time uh, started with the Marlins and, it, and then it, um, you know, gradually maneuvered to, to the heat that same season, um, you know, following that 2003-2004 playoff run, um, you know, seeing them lose Indiana. It, 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 it like took me um, on, a, on a ride that I wasn't expecting, um, you know, as a kid um, who didn't really like sports as, as much as I thought I was going to at that kind of age, it, it that team basically, um, grew my passion for what we're doing now with this podcast. Like it, that it started then and it started with Dwayne Wade, it started with Udonis Haslam. Those are two of the guys that um, I really did watch um, really closely, you know, with UD for the last 20 years. Um, and it's been crazy that tonight is basically uh, just celebrating his impact, you know, both, you know, with the city of Miami, but also with the team itself, the organization and what it stands for. Um, honestly, couldn't pick the better person to, um, you know, give the, the 305 and, and Mr. Miami, um, you know, moniker to. So just shout out to him. Like he's been just a tremendous spokesperson for the city of Miami, for the heat organization. Um, I honestly don't know how long he'll keep um, being a part of the heat, probably to the day he dies, like probably Pat Riley. So I'm sure we're going to see more and more of him. Um, his podcast is great, by the way. I've been listening to that lately. And uh, honestly, like everything he's been doing outside of his uh, NBA career, um, it's just been great. Like I, I really want to see him continue to grow, um, you know, to the man that he is. And yeah, I think he'll might be, a, I think it's going to eventually end up him becoming a part owner of the Heat is what that final step looks like. It should. I mean, man, I got to be honest with you. Him and Wade probably together. I think that I, I might watch. Be what it is. I, they have to. They have to figure the Dwayne thing out. They just have to. I, I just. I watch that man. There's no way he watches Utah Jazz games like that. You, <laughs> you see him. You that that man is fucking watching like we are, dog. That I guy's know. a fucking lifer. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Frankie, I'm so pissed when I see that because I see him fucking getting into it and I'm just like, fuck you, bro. I just, I'm so mad. And I know that the that the Heat offered him a steak. I don't know, bro. Mickey, go fucking fix it, bro. Go make it. Do what you gotta. Just fucking go. I don't know what you gotta do. Pat, all you motherfuckers, just make it right. It's probably gonna take Mickey dying before that happens. Oh, well, I don't need that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good turn. I, I I don't think it's been mentioned fully, uh, but like we know that Dwayne really wanted to say, and I, I think he has more of a say like at the table of like decision making with Utah than he would get in Miami because we know it's like like uh it's like a six person round here. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> Stop. It'd probably be Riley because it's like what Frankie said, like he wanted, you know, he wanted like a say in basketball ops and like that's just not happening here like it's pat it's spo it's nick it's you know andy you know and, and it's Mickey. uh yeah and adam simon apparently now <laughs> he's got too hard for all that shit adam adam simon has more pull in the organization than y'all realize it's kind of yeah, crazy he's really good he's adam simon's got adam simon's low-key the fucking goat yeah um yeah man adam simon's done more transactionally wise in the last like four years than pat riley has oh <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Pat looked great. Carliana said earlier, Pat looks Pat look like a million bucks. Pat needs his beard back. He does. Nah, nah, nah I like it. No, nah, I'm with Brian here. I like it. Nah, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm with Pat right now. No, he needs that, like, he, he needs, like, that stubble, at least. Yeah. He doesn't need a full beard. We need that stubble. I, that's how I know chat's not full of lifers. Trevor Never, who argues on behalf of Jay Rich every day, Josh is burner, <laughs> doesn't even know Adam Simon is. He's, like, head of the Heat Scouting Department. He's, he's, uh, he's Mr. Magician. Brian, yeah, I think with without the stubble, you see the wrinkles too much. It makes that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like the way he looks. I I think he looks good. I I think I remember Dan Levitard said one time like Pat Riley probably has ear hair, and there's nobody cool with ear hair. (laughs) And I I think he's wrong. I think Pat looks cool, and he has ear hair. So (laughs) no, he definitely has that like waxed or some shit. There's no way Pat's dealing with that. That's oh, oh yeah, no wax. laser, no laser, Frankie. Wax, laser. Probably laser. No, yeah. something. He, he's he's not. He's not yeah. letting fucking Udonis pick on him because of that shit. He loves UD, bro. I. That's one thing that always comes out. Like he and Udonis fucking love each other, and and UD loves the Arisons as well. Which it's funny because Dwayne just doesn't have that kind of relationship with those guys. I think that they are on good terms, but Udonis is like, he's like, man, 
Mickey, I know that you'll never call, but I'll come at 3 a.m. with everything you need. Mickey looks so fucking freaked out. He's like, ah, that shit was hilarious, bro. Uh, I remember that. Do you remember that story that UD told about Dwayne or uh, Dwayne told about UD that um, it was like his first or second year in the league and he somebody stole his his watch and uh, yes. uh, UD's like, I'll call around. I'll find out. He's like, all right, I know who took it. I can get this back. But do you really want me to get this back? Was, <laughs> what I got to do. And Dwayne's like, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's just a watch. Was I'm that like, the and- story Mike Wallace shared on our pod? I yes, think there was yes, there was a story yes. very similar to that. Mike Wallace that was the one, did, right? Yeah. Yes. Was, Dwayne was, was like, no, I'm good. I'm good on that. That's funny because Dwayne grew up in like, argu- like arguably like a way rougher city than you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne's just a good boy. That's a good guy. Um, Jason Williams showing up in a hoodie I thought was very funny. This is like a Jay big Will. yeah th- this may be the last time jay wills in a public light like this and that <laughs> man just decided that he was gonna roll out like brian's dad would just in a fucking hoodie and jeans i respect oh. it. i want that i want to be at a place in my life where i could just go to important events and just show up in a hoodie it's white chocolate well that's my goat bro um is he from like West Virginia? Of course he's he doesn't give a shit about how he looks like chat. Him. You're asking too many questions about the game. I'm done with that game. I don't want to think about that game ever. <laughs> Can you explain why Haywood Highsmith's not closing? I don't know, man. Ask Alex to ask oh ask Alex or Brady to ask Spo. I, I wish I knew. Frankie we is gonna stop and we're not fucking putting in our best perimeter defender. Spo's never done that and it's driven us crazy our whole lives. It is it is what it is. He's here for a decade. I, I don't know what to tell you. They want to um, rant. There is no rant. There is What's no the rant. rant? So I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret. We can't use the rant music anymore. So you guys keep asking to use the rant for a rant. We can't use the rant music. That's so, because he can't shoot. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. Josh shot so fucking well all season that you have to trust him. He he fouled the first defensive chance he got in a, in the fucking clutch. I, I tell you right now that four point play gave Josh Richardson another 20 games to close. <laughs> and that was crazy. Yeah. Um. So the Jonte Murray guys, you want him still? No, hold on. I wasn't done with UD stuff. I wanted to talk about his Sorry. stuff with Dwayne. Um, that was to me, that was the best part of the speech when he looked at Dwayne and said, You taught me how to dream. That's I I hadn't cried the whole time. And that that's what got me. When he told Dwayne that, and I thought he forgot Dwayne, because I think that he, he Well, he just, winged it, just like we winged, he winged it. And I was like, Oh shit, he forgot Dwayne. And then he's like, wait, he remembered at the end, he's like, last thing. And I love that Wade was last. And he he just what a, that was the punctuation. Like you taught me to dream and you have made yeah. me dream of things that I never thought were possible. And that's a guy that was in the fucking NBA, bro. And I don't know, man. That brotherhood, I mean, we saw that brotherhood in real time. Like we saw them come in the league together yeah. and exit the league together. Like that's that shit runs deep. And like, you know, I think our I think uh I think there's a certain generation of he fan. Like I think everyone on this panel and a lot of you in chat, like those are that relationship is so formative to our sports fandom. And I I genuinely believe that like that informs a lot of the ways that we feel, That's right? Nice like <laughs> chat says Jared's taught me how to hate basketball. Trying to be serious, bro. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have a moment where I'm expressing gratitude keep for going, these men. Keep going. Keep going. Chat. 
<laughs> Jack comparing you to MLK did it for me, says Trevor. Never. It did, man. I can't even deny that shit. Uh, that shit was funny. But, well, I mean, you're just not to do that. Gee, like, isn't it cool that, like, you can look back at today and think of, like, the time you want to go cover the 800 degree wood fire kitchen ceremony with I did. waiting you? Like, those are things that, you know, that was stuff that he was mentioning, like, things he didn't dream of. You know, him being like a business owner, opening all these Starbucks locations. And, uh, the, what did he have? Like Dunkin' Donuts location, some other businesses that he has Subway, too. Subway. Subway, yeah. Subway is a big one. So, um, I mean, just like all that combined is just super dope, like what he's been able to do. And, and it's just going to continue to grow. Like I said, he's going to be a part time owner of the Heat when Mickey Harrison dies. <laughs> Obama the Hedgehog in chat says we already have Caleb Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I laughed today. <laughs> I appreciate chat. I fucking love you. Guys. <laughs> oh, you know, the the last thing, the last thing I'm going to say uh, on this stuff is, you know, well, two things, actually. One, I was watching Bam whenever the camera cut to him and Bam I could tell that Bam wants this for him. Yeah. I could tell that Bam was like, that's going to be me one day. And I think he like, I don't think that guy's ever leaving. I, I actually don't think that guy's ever leaving. I think I think that guy had the fortune of being, I guess he and Duncan. <laughs> like They got the both, the last two guys that are still playing that got to play with Dwayne and, and Udonis. Well, Jay Rich too. I guess Josh in a cosmic sort of way. Um, but you know those i mean <laughs> those guys you know like I, I think bam takes that seriously i think bam takes like what it means to be a heat lifer seriously and there was this picture and there was that that little moment where where bam and spo are smiling and and bam is like grabbing spo by the shoulders rocking him and they're both like wide smiling you know kind of tears in both their eyes and i thought that is actually what heat culture is. It's lineage. It is Pat and Zoe to the bridge that is Udonis Haslam to Spo and Bam, right? It's it's passing down those ideals that what it means to be a Miami Heat player down generations of different eras from the fucking 90s to 20 goddamn 2024. And it's like Udonis said on the broadcast that he said to Bam, you got to do it in a different, you got to do it in your way because we all lead different. But the the idea, the feeling, the culture is the same. And I, I genuinely think that Bam takes that to heart. He's talked about, he talked about on UD's pod, does that stuff. So that's, that's to me, guys, what he culture is. It's that lineage. It's that family. It's that shit that they talk about. All that shit that, that they talk about that they get made fun of, yeah. you saw it there. That went up in the fucking rafters forever, bro. An undrafted fat kid who had to... He was. He was overweight. He was undrafted <laughs> and overweight. Stephen A. Smith, you fat piece of shit. Um, this overweight guy... Clip who, that. Somebody clip that. Please don't. Um... <laughs> Pablo, okay. where are you? This is peak heat beat, bro. This is, you. <laughs> this is heat beat classical right now. We're just all over the place. But yeah, that's that's really that's really my uh, that's my spiel. It felt like that whole spiel was just a lead up to a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs>
That's like that was your punch. You found the punchline early, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get. I mean, it really, it really, it really was like just. I, I really wanted. I, I thought the line of this heat culture is lineage. I, I thought that was pretty fire pen, and I was like, well, let's work on this. And then it just kind of became, you know, the fat kid. And then you just call him the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Do it again. <laughs> do 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 you fat piece of shit in the pills? I'm not saying that. <laughs> you fat piece of shit. You sound like Mickey Mouse. I was gonna say. <laughs> like isn't that, wait, isn't that the robot chicken? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a robot chicken thing. They did, did a I, they did a whole spoof of that. Well, I've, I'm uh I've been obsessed with uh I don't I've never played Kingdom Hearts, but there's a Kingdom Hearts clip of uh spoiler alert. Uh, Goofy dies, and Mickey very seriously goes, "They'll pay for this." It's just oh no, it's Mad TV. Yeah, that's right. That's throwback. He's like on cops. He's like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, well, yeah, guys, another one in the books. He (laughs) had the halfway point of the season. Lose Dejounte Murray better be here by next Monday when we do our next show. I don't know what to tell you, man. Pat Riley's finally awake. He he woke up from his slumber. Um. Uh, Chad wants to know, Brian, can the Bucks undercut us again and steal DeJounte? It, it, this is the only package I see Milwaukee being able to offer. It's a package of Bobby Portis, Pat Connington. This Bocomp, Bo I can't pronounce that dude's last name. Bocomp? Uh, Bo- 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 Camp. Bo- that Bo- dude, Camp. and then like two second round picks. Is that enough? I'll pay for this. Well, when the Heat counter with only Kyle Lowry... And, and like two second rounders and and maybe Joe. They Hicks. have two seconds. They have two seconds. Really? No way. Yeah, they have two seconds. How? They draw. they have the Lakers second right now. That's one crazy like, that they, they fucking. Have, ma- that's insane, bro. They traded like ninety for KZ. Yeah, they have the Lakers second. They have one like twenty thirty something. <laughs> I've literally never seen a team just fucking wipe their ass with second round picks like the Heat. Which is crazy because I'm sure, bro, they find all these gems undrafted. Imagine you give them 30 spaces up. <laughs> crazy. I mean, then we have more Josh Richardsons on the team. Or unless Nico. Haywood Highsmiths. Unless, poor, unless you don't have thousands. Poor, you know, Alpha's pissed, bro. Alpha's on the timeline fucking ri- And I thought Josh played well today. <laughs> Alpha's fucking ripping him a new one. I loved uh, our chat being like, we can offer Josh as a, a veteran. <laughs> A stable veteran to other teams. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Well, Chris Haynes oh, says that they're trying to do something, whatever that means. And part of that doing something is maybe using Lowry's, uh, what is what was this word? Attractable expiring contract. What do you mean by that? I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if Dejounte Murray is actually going to get traded. I feel like everybody's assuming he's getting traded. But that might not be a move that gets made. Brother, they, they might want to trade Trey Young after that because DeJounte is fucking they, good. They might make that move in the offseason, not at the deadline. I agree, That's bro. Like where if, I'm leading. If they're going to tank, like they're going to want draft picks and 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 to see what's Well, out. it sounds like they don't want to tank because they want to still build around Trey Young. So they want more uh, like ready-to-win-now pieces than like a boatload of picks. That's, okay. the, that's the vibe that I was saying. But they also don't want like – a lot of future money. So, like, which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, they got DeJounte on a nice extension. I, I just think the, the fit isn't hasn't been good. And 
at this point, you got to realize who Trey is. Trey's a great player, but like he's got limitations, and it's hard to build a winning team with him as the, your best player like that. Jimmy Butler says on final play, it probably should have shot that. It'd be brutally honest. I passed the ball to Caleb and put him in a terrible position. Teammate of the year. Teammate of the year. Because the guy who put you in a terrible position was Caleb Martin. You yeah. were double teamed going, you know, you were turning away from it. Jimmy. One more time. Jimmy, I, I'm not going to lie, bro. I love you. You don't got to do that for Caleb. You don't. You're a good teammate, though. Never let anyone tell you you're not a team player. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. If I had to go up, I, I would have blamed y'all. If you guys fucked me on a show like that, and I had to answer questions, I'd be like, Frankie shouldn't have tossed me that question. You know, I was he knew I wasn't prepared for that, and, and you know he has to be better. I wouldn't DeJount- be like, I gotta be more prepared. Hell no. So Dejounte Murray had a quote after the game. He said, "This is a team that fights. Their coach is all about trying to punk you." Don't allow nobody to punk you first and foremost. I know, I know you mean Quinn Snyder. And Spolstra said that uh Lowry was not removed from the starting lineup tonight for any internal meaning, meaning discipline. Discipl- I can't pronounce that word. Disciplinary. Disciplinary. Yeah. Uh the 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 rumor, I don't know if it's true or not, but he, apparently he missed like practice or something. It came late. He was late. And by the way, what's more Miami than being late to work? Oh I'm, my gonna, God. I'm I'm an ass. I, I I think I I saw I heard that rumor. I was like Kyle was late to work, and therefore he was um he was he was benched for that. And I think that's fucking funny because I'm late to work all the time. I was late to a meeting the other day, and you know what I did? I fucking lied through my teeth the whole time. I'm like, guys, I'm pulling in. Where are you? It was a, it was a it was a meeting in a construction site. I go, I can't find you guys. Where where are you? I was I was still on the highway. You got to lie through your teeth. Kyle is one of us, bro. One of the people. Truly one of us. We went from UD being a fat kid in college to Kyle being a fat kid at work. One of us. Piece of shit. (laughs) Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.